Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the big pop theory podcast episode oh my god 38 the march to number 50 i'm one of your hosts bad guy jack aka the great grand poobah and i'm joined with the fantastic shay sawyer shay summers tell the people how you are sawyer uh, you know what? I am doing okay today. Um, I just had some broccoli and cheese, and you know, it's really great. I know you're a big fan of uh, broccoli. I did some food shopping, and I saw broccoli, and I immediately said, yeah, Shay would be in uh, heaven right now because there is broccoli right here. Wow. So you can't go wrong with broccoli, although I do have to say the superior vegetable is spinach. I'm just throwing it out there. A lie. Oh, my God. Wow. It's not even a minute into the show. <laughs> it just, <laughs> but um, not even a minute into the show. Would you lying outright lying at that? Wow. I do want to jump in before we jump about uh stuff going on in wrestling. I wish I had the lineup of the matches, but we had a uh, a great time. Shout out to uh, your sister and shout out to friend of the show in Cat We Trust. We went to HOG Intensity. It was a fun show. It was a long show. It was probably the longest show I've ever uh since going to Hog, one of the longest show. And they had a lot of great things going on there. Encore won a battle royal. Um, Matt Condona got uh, robbed. Uh, he, won against, he won against... Uh, uh, I'm, 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 you know, and I did everything I could to remember this uh, gentleman's name, but what was the gentleman's name that he won against uh, on uh, Friday, uh, Sawyer? Uh, Tanahashi. Tanahashi, right? Okay. I was testing you to see if you remember. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, already had, I already had it prepared. But he went against Tanahashi. Tanahashi uh, cheated. And uh, I'm really disappointed. And I wish HOG would be more uh, 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 for following the rules. But it is what it is. Matt Condona, who is uh, who's have all the belts in the world, he's just unbeatable. As a matter of fact, I made an enemy because of this match. A five-year-old hated me because I cheered for Matt. He dragged was, you. And you didn't help. Why would I help you? You were wrong. This is, you remind me of my third grade teacher every day. Oh, um, and there was so many other great things. There was a ladder match. Um, um, we got to see Super Crazy. Uh, I've never seen him in uh, live in action. And uh, he's still the Bumblebee. That was the nickname they had him in WWE, right? The, 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 the Bumblebee. Um, there's a lot of great things. If you're ever out here in Queens or just in the New York area, I recommend going to Hog. It's a great time. It, it. I wish I could say it's for the families, but every time I hear someone say "f you," I, I don't know I if I can. It, that is not for the. <laughs> yeah, I just want to throw that out there because there's a few times where they say "bring the family out," and then Madonna uh, raising the middle finger up, and I'm like, "But there's a four-year-old right here." <laughs> but uh, it's always a great time. It's a fun time. They had this great. Uh, I'm running through the card. Matter of fact, I do want to sit here and say, uh, Manson 
He had this really. I thought this was a really good match. He had a really great match. Charles Mason. Charles Mason. Did I say it right, or was Mason. I wrong on this? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But he had this fantastic match with uh, Makova. Uh, not Makova. Um, Slamovich. I'm sorry. I had to make sure I got that right. Slamovich. And I thought that was a really great match. Uh, she really held her own. Uh, but this guy keeps winning. <laughs> this guy just, I think ever since I've watched HOG, I just, I, he, it's like he can't be beaten. I don't think that's true, though. I, he's great. I, I'm just going to let that simmer because uh, I think that's a bunch of uh, nonsense. But he is great because he keeps winning. But it looked like uh, things are going to pick up for him for the next paper. Uh, I said pay-per-view. I'm sorry. Next event. And also the main event went against the Bookers. Um, uh, they, I mean, <laughs> it was a cage match, but they had most of the battle was uh, a street brawl in the crowd. Um, and everyone was running for their lives because people were, uh, people were, uh, getting beat the hell up. But, um, main event when they get back the tag team championships, shout out to them. Uh, really great tag team. Uh, I gotta give it up to my boy, uh, um, Midris, uh, he did the frog splash off the cage, and that looked crazy. Because it was not only was it a cage, there was something in the way to uh, seem like it would hammer him for doing a frog splash. But he still did it, and they got the win. Fun time. I know they have another event in September, so if you are out here in New York, please go check him out. It is a fantastic time. Let's talk about some wrestling here. Um, Sawyer. There was a lot going on this week. But, you know, AW got a pay-per-view this week. It's called All In. I was trying to find uh, a funny way that I couldn't come up with anything. But it's All In. And they have a card. And it's a nine-match nine card. I feel like that's the... That's not, uh, you know, because they usually have like maybe 20 matches. It's always the joke, right? But I feel like this is... Nine the, matches and each match is an hour long. <laughs> I'm glad that someone said it. <laughs> do you want to get into the predictions of All In first, or do you want to talk about Dynamite first, madam? Um, I mean, we can talk about Dynamite and then move into that. All right. So let's talk about Dynamite. They had a show on Wednesday. They were at Nashville Bridgestone Arena. So you guys know, if you watch the show long enough, when I feel confident with a word, I yell. If I don't, I will mumble it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, <laughs> so we had Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel like we always start off when we talk about EW. We start off with Orange Cassidy because he's the opener for uh, Dynamite. And he was defending his international championship. He went against Yuta Willer. And... What? Utah Willa? How do you name backwards? Well, oh, is it Willa Utah? Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. I, I really messed up. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow up. I was wondering why you said that. <laughs> so what? Wait a minute, though. No, 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 no. Don't attack me. So, so, but I was right, though, right? Whatever. I was right. Sleep at night. Yeah, it's called a fan. It's mm. hot. I live in the basement. It's hot. 
So if I said Soya Shay, would you be like, why did he say that? Yes, yes. Guess what's going to be happening in the next few episodes? Don't even try it. So let me finish uh, Soya Shay. Wow, I've messed up completely. Exactly. But will <laughs> let me talk. Damn it. <laughs> but Willa Utah, uh, these two have a match. They used to be really good friends. They, uh, he, uh, Willa used to be part of the best friends. But then he realized, like, I want to be a wrestler, not a best friend. Shout out to him for that because, yes, that's how you make the big bucks in this thing called wrestling. And they have a pretty solid match. I mean, I don't know. I missed a good portion of this match. But Orange Cassidy, um, you know, he retains his championship. Um, I feel like I've asked you plenty of times on this show, but I mean, how are we feeling about this run here with Orange Cassidy as champ? I mean, he's the, what did they say? This is his 30th title defense. I was ready for it to be over five defenses ago. <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. A lot of people are, uh, uh, yeah, pretty much over his run. I'm I'm enjoying it because I think he puts on a lot of not even I think. Let me let me clarify. I think he puts on some really good matches. Uh you know, he from someone who was a joke character, someone who was comedy and all this stuff. And he's come off like such a workhorse. So I don't think Yudo should have been the one to take the title off him. Although I do believe there is someone in the uh shadows ready to take the title off him. Uh, we'll get into that later in the show. But uh, he retained. Um, there's a, 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 a brawl. And I'm hoping I'm not getting this all mixed up here. But I know there's a brawl. The BDC, the Bloodpool Combat Club. Mm-mm. That is their name. They come out and they beat up, uh, they beat up a lot of people. You know, they beat up uh, Orange Cassidy. They beat up uh, the best friends. I love that uh, the Lucha Brothers, right? When they come out, you know, when they come out, they see people getting jumped. But you know what they do? They take their sweet time. They gotta, they gotta like take in with the fans. They're doing the sign, Miro, Firo. I, I, I know I butchered it completely, but they're doing the, you know, you know, they're playing to the crowd. Is my point. So they don't care that, Mm -hmm. as they should. Even though that the best friends are getting their ass kicked, okay. Fair enough. Absolutely. Right. You know what? You're absolutely right. If if one of my friends got jumped, I would do the Jeff Hardy dance, then proceed to run into the battle. You know what? Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. They take the time, but the BDC beat them up too because they're the BDC. We got BC. Eddie K. That's what I said, the BDC. I'm sorry. Did, did I say it wrong? The silence on the end. I don't know how good that is. But the BDC, they're, they're kicking everyone's ass. Eddie Kingston comes out. He returns. He's coming back from Japan. He was in the uh, G1 Climate uh, um, Tournament. So now that that's over, he's back. Climax? What did I say? The G1 Climate? Oh, Climax. There's an X in there, isn't there? That'd be nuts today. <laughs> I don't even have a license for that. <laughs> that was funny. Thank you. I have a, I have a, a license to be funny. There we go. Shout out to me. Five points. Um, but uh, Eddie Kingston, he comes out. He is uh, um, the BDC retreats because there's too many numbers. 
So they retreat. And Eddie Kingston says it's going to be the Lucha Bros, the best friends, and me. You pick your uh, other three people to join in. And it's going to be a stamp, uh, a stadium stampede match. And that's going to happen at All In. And I had to yell that out just so everyone knows. I know how to pronounce that one. Let me go into the next segment here. Or not even next segment, but let's talk about uh, um, another thing. I didn't want to hit on every little thing on Dynamite. Uh, I felt like there were certain things uh, to talk about. Darby Allen and Nick uh, Wayne, uh, they won a match. But I, I wanted to really talk about the segment here, right? So you have uh, Darby and Nick. They've been feuding with uh, Swerve and AR Fox for a while. And they're going to be having a casket match at um, All In. I, I'm sorry. I just want to get some uh, one of my notes real quick here. But um, they they are they're going to be having a match. So Ar Fox and Ar Fox and uh, Swerve they come out. It looked like they're getting ready to go in the ring and to attack Darby and Nick Wayne. But then you see Sting on the Titantron. I don't know if they call it the Titantron. I don't know what they call it. But I'm just so accustomed to calling that. We'll just call it the big screen, right? And he's with Nana. And and Sting is, in a way, kind of bringing back Joker Sting. Like, it's so hilarious. The, it, the, the, um, I missed this segment live, right? So when I was watching back some of the uh, clips online and seeing Joker, uh, kept saying, oh, Joker Sting is back, Joker Sting is back. And then you see the pictures of him, and he's doing, like, this Sting look insane. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the best way. He looks insane. He looks like a man who uh, he's just lost all hopes in humanity and has just said, you know what? You want to see nuts? Let's get nuts. But he has Nana. He, he's talking in like almost in like riddle. Riddle. I'm sorry. Riddle. Not Matt, but riddle. Um, and Nana is just freaked the hell out because he's sitting there saying, what is wrong with this man? And eventually he's able to escape. And I laugh because Sting goes, Nana, where are you going? Nana. Nana, Nana. Sting is a madman. Mad and you know what? I will never go against him. So when you guys have a one has to go, guess what? It ain't going to be Sting. Right. Sorry. I will not get rid of, I will not be getting rid of Sting. I agree. There you go. Thank you. Um, let me get into something else real quick. Uh, so I know I'm summing it up uh, very quickly on all these things here. We're just giving some quick thoughts, and we're going to jump into uh, prediction here, guys. But uh, we have Chris Jericho gives his answer, right? So let me paint you a little quick picture here. Don Callis, for the last few weeks, have been wanting to get Jericho to join his family. He would say, um, he would say, uh, you know, like, you should join me. I'll take care of you. And Jericho wasn't sure. And now that the Jericho Appreciation Society, what looks like has been broken up, um, he was like, you know what? I'm going to join you, Don Collis. And he said, for real? He said, yeah, I'm going to join you. You know what? The J J A J A S. 
I wanted to say there's too many initials, but then, you know, I'm a big fan of the NWO, so what am I talking about? <laughs> but Don Callis, um, he says, oh, really? Wow. Okay, cool. Let's go. But in the ring, in the ring, there's uh, there's something covered, right? It's covered. You can't see what it is. And Jericho's like, hey, what's that? Don Callis, look, he said, ah, don't worry about it, man. Oh, come on, let's, let's go grab something to eat. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, come on. He said, no, 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 no. What's that? So Jericho, you know, curiosity, he goes into the corner. He rips over uh, the covered item, and it's revealed to be a picture of Don Callis holding Chris Jericho's head, <laughs> which, is pretty, which is pretty graphic, if you ask me. To which Jericho looked at, he said, Yo, did you think I was going to say no? He said, no, nah, I never thought they said, no, 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 stop lying to me. Stop lying to me. For once in life, be honest. And he, um, oh, you know, it's funny. I just got your thing. It's okay. Um, but he said, stop lying to me. To which he finally reveals and said, you're right. Um. He says, you're right. I, I didn't think you would. You're so egotistical and all into yourself. I didn't think you would. To which Jericho called him uh, pretty much a, a, to sum it all up, an asshole. And and was Don Callis was... Though? Huh? Was he wrong, though? No, he wasn't. No, he, no, he wasn't. Not at all. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But he calls him an asshole. Uh, Takesha comes into the ring. Um, Jericho sees him, he stops him, but another person who comes into the ring is Will Ospreay. He comes out there, he attacks Jericho, um, and they, they lay out Jericho, they lay him out, he's a, he's a bloody mess. Um, well, he's bloody, I don't want to say a bloody mess, I don't want to make it, uh, sound too graphic, but he was bloody. But Sammy Guevara comes out, make the save, because he's still, he's still a Jericho guy. And that looked like there's going to be a, not even it's going to look like, that's a match at all. And we'll save that for predictions. I'm going to tell you right now here, right, Sawyer? I have no problem sitting here saying this. I did not catch this at all, but when I saw the videos of it, it was comical. So we had a Jeff Jarrett against Jeff Hardy match. And it was a, a what's the movie Leatherface is in? I'm, I'm so blanking on it. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, thank you. I'm I'm sorry. uh, This week, they actually had a game for it come out. Just saying. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Does it play play like, um, you know, I think of like uh, Friday the 13th, um, that kind of game. It plays like that? Yeah. Okay. And that seemed like the right route to do if you make that game. Yeah. but they have this match. It's obviously an advertisement match. Uh, I think the one thing... I think people knew it was going to be hokey. Everyone knew this match was going to be hokey. But I didn't think they expected to actually see Leatherface to come out there with a chainsaw. And it's just comedy. It's really comedy to me. It's... it's, it's... <laughs> I just... I looked. I said, is he all elite? I kind of want him... I really want them all elite now. I would love nothing more from because I think honestly he's the only one who could beat Orange Cassidy. I don't think anybody on that roster can stop the dominance, but uh, um, but Leatherface, ooh, 
Matter of fact, put him in. Uh, is he in um, Dead by Daylight? He is, and I'd be running him, eating him up every time. Oh, well, that needs to be fixed. No, nope. it's not. No, it's not. Um, that's not good. No, it's great, actually. You think you're so funny, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, at least you was honest. I appreciate that. You know, you said yeah. So, you know, I, I have no follow-up. Last thing I want to add to the uh, AEW Dynamite review, um, because the Young Bucks, they had a match against the Guns, and, you know, they beat them. But I wanted to add, uh, talk about this, since we're talking about the Elite here. Kenny Omega, he's getting interviewed. He's getting interviewed by good old JR. And JR was asking him, what are your plans for... All in because it's 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 kind of strange that Kenny Omega, who's one of their biggest stars, hey, how come you don't have an announced match? What's going on? What do you have planned? But not only that, right? Let me go back a little bit. He they they they, they this interview was more about his relationship with Don Callis, and he talked about how could you how could you pair yourself with a man like Don Callis, and Kenny pointed out, like, you know, that was my uncle. That was, um, you know, he was family. He, he, you know, he was always around. And, um, you know, when I didn't have friends or I didn't have friends around, it was just him. He was there. And I, 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 the story to me, I'm being, is what I'm getting out of this here, as I put my words together here, is the story I'm getting out of here is this. That was my family. That's why I was around him, JR. <laughs> okay? Like, JR is like, JR. <laughs> family you can't choose the people in your life sometimes thank you jr sitting say, how could you do that? you know this <laughs> i i think we all have had some stories where we're like yeah i didn't pick this guy to be in my life but you know well, <laughs> screw me right well what if somebody but was questioning him about when he was cool with stone cold he wasn't just sweet mary poppins stone cold was a you know what? Let, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because Stone Cold did some really foul stuff. And this is even before the hill turned in 20, uh, 2001. I mean, he was just – I mean, he beat up his boss. You can't do that. There's a there's a rule against that. And don't get me wrong. Did Vince ever get his ass kicked? Sure. But you just can't lay your hands on your boss. Do you beat up your boss, uh, Sawyer? No. You know what? I have not. Me either. I had to think about mine. I'm sorry. I can't with you. Thank you. But, you know, um, yeah, because JR didn't always make the right choice. Like his barbecue sauce, which I haven't tried. I'm pretty sure it's really, really good. I'm, I'm just picking a fight with the wrong person here. I know you are. You can't see, but I just stared deep into the camera. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I, I did. But, um, but, um, 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 right. So he's having his interview, and he, as he's talking about Don Callis. Uh, Bullet Club Gold shows up, and they, for no reason, jump Kenny Omega. Um, as they're jumping him, and I love the memes, right? There was a lot of memes online. I, I live for them, man. It, it's always comical. But the memes that I was seeing where they're like, wow, JR really just watched Kenny Omega uh, get his ass kicked. I mean, the man's like 67 years old. He's probably sitting there saying, nah, my God, that ain't going to be me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw, when he saw Omega on the ground, he said, oh, my God. So, oh, my God, that looked bad. So I'm pretty sure he wanted to have nothing to do with that because they were really beating the hell out of him. I mean, they beat the hell out of him. They sent him to the hospital. 
And JR probably said, I'd rather just go home. And I, I don't blame you. I would do the yeah. same thing. Absolutely. Kenny Omega, I mean, look, uh, I, him getting his ass kicked by uh, Bullet Club Gold, uh, it sounded like I saw a little bit of collision. And from what I was hearing from Jay White, Switchblade, Switchblade, I said Switch, Switchblade. I don't know which uh, Jay was talking, by the way. I don't know if it was uh, him or Cardboard uh, Jay. Um, I'm, I wasn't too sure because I was confused. Cardblade was... doesn't talk. Jay White oh, okay. is talking for Cardblade. So anything that Jay White says, immediately you know that Cardblade said it. So that's... Okay. Yes. No, I, I needed that clarity so much because I wasn't sure because there's times where I'm like, was that Cardboard or was that uh, Jay? But I'm glad that you broke it down. So Jay is more of a, uh, I mean, Cardboard is more of a mute. It's card blade. What if I actually had a blade next to the... That would be bad for him, right? Stop. Okay. But on Collision, it seemed like the, the problem with... Uh, Jay's problem was, you know, like the Elite, that's a spinoff of Bullet Club. He's like, that's not the Elite version of the Bullet Club. This is the Elite version of the Bullet which is not. Um, actually, it's you. Who? Huh? Excuse you. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. There, we, there you go. Um, but uh, he he has a problem with that, and that's going to be a match at all. And there were so many other things that happened on this uh card at AW Dynamite. But I thought these were the ones that I I felt like we should have just t spoke about. I felt like the Leatherface appearance uh and the um Texas Chainsaw match. Because uh, it was such it was such comedy that I felt like we should have touched that because a lot of people were laughing at that match. Uh, Karen <laughs> uh, selling, uh, uh, seeing Leatherface and running for her life. I want to know who was Leatherface in that. You know, some people were making the joke that that's Jay Uso. I was like, shut up, shut up. Just, 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 just. I want you to get a nice glass, put some ice in it. And pour the rest of that shut up juice in it. Because shut up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Let's get into some of these AEW. Uh, not even some. Let's get into this all in card. Madam, I'll tell you the card. And you can. We can uh, give our predictions on this. So opening up. We didn't even talk about. Um, Adam Cole and MJF. Um, but I, I felt like we could kind of. Added to this right here. So Ozzy Open is going to defend the ROH World Tag Team Championships. And they're going against Better Than You Bebe. Which is MJF and Adam Cole. In case you guys didn't know. Uh, who do you... Oh, well, let me tell this segment real quick. And then uh, proceed to give your uh, predictions, madam. Um, <laughs> MJF and Adam... He meet up... MJF meet up with Adam Cole. And they're like... You know, we're going against Aussie Open. We need to understand them. We need to, like, understand their style. So I took us here. And when the camera zoomed out, it's uh, Outback Steakhouse. I believe that's the name of it. I haven't been there in years. But have you ever ate the uh, Outback Steakhouse? Um, I did once. I want to go back because they actually have really good food. It just hasn't been the right time. No, it's a really, it's a really good place. I think they give the right portion of food too. Like it's, I don't know if it's too heavy or what. It's, it's good. Is my point. But they're out there. They're eating. 
Um, uh, MJF is learning the uh, kangaroo kick or something like that. I apologize. I don't have the necessary the right vernacular on what he was calling it, but it was something, um, some kind of kick. And I think they proceed to no, that was for later in the show. Adam Cole and MJF have a segment to hype up their match for the World Heavyweight Championship because they're going to be main event. They're going to open and main event this card. As the open comes out, there's a little brawl, and. <laughs> I, I laugh at MJ, MJF and Adam Cole because um, they've got over this thing called the double clothesline, and it's 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 a basic move, but people eat that up. I'm going to teach uh, my uh, nephews this move. It's it's, a, it's devastating. But Aussie Open against MJF and Adam Cole, the defending always World uh, World Tag Team Championships. Sawyer, uh, floor is yours. Who do you got winning this match? Um, I'm hoping Ozzy Open wins, but I think that MJF and Adam might win. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with Ozzy Open's retain. Um, I I there's a lot here, right? So there's so many layers to this thing because it's possible for that to happen, MJF and Adam Cole to win. But I look at Ozzy Open retaining. Because I sit here and say Roderick Strong is going to have something to do with it. I hope so. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he's just—he has been so heartbroken the last few weeks. You know, just this week he kicked the car and apparently broke his foot. I mean, uh, Roddy is just falling apart. I, I and I and that's just a shame because Roddy's a his last name is Strong and he's just collapsing. But uh, okay, so you you got you want Ozzy to win. Ozzy open to win, but you have MJF and Adam Cole. Yes. Uh, okay. So the next match I have is for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. We have FTR, Dax Howard, Cash Wheeler against the Young Bucks, Matt ja- Matt and Nick ja- uh, Jackson. Who you got, Sawyer? Sadly, I have the Young Bucks winning. Really? I know. I just think, but I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I did a shout out to uh, Cheap Pop, uh, Cheap Pop, not theories, Cheap Pop podcast. I uh, did a thing. You did a thing. I think you should plug that right now. I mean, it'll, it'll probably be on by by the time this airs. But please plug that real quick because you have you you made a guest appearance. I did. I was on the Turnbuckle Tavern. Uh, we discussed some, you know, hot topics. My topic, obviously, being how Finn is being wronged by his supposed team that cares so much about him. <laughs> Please check that out. I mean, it's, uh, by the time you listen to this, you know, cause we, we air on a Monday, but it is in our stories on Instagram. So please check it out. Um, um, I got FTR winning, um, regardless of controversy going on, I got them. I think they should win, and they they should. I, I just don't think – so for me, right, I think I would – and I said this on, on Cheap Pop. I would roll my eyes if the Young Bucks won. You know, I I, 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 I would um, – I think if they won, it would just I, – I would just be like, eh, okay, I guess. I mean – and it's not that these guys are not talented. It's just – so for me, it's why. You know, but 
we have also too a fatal four way for the AEW Women's Championship. I did want to go real quick if I can. There was a, a whole tournament for this thing, a mini tournament. Tony Storm, she got a bye. Uh, Sheeta went against Anna J, which I thought was silly because she was the champion. So I don't know why she had to qualify for something that she's the champion. Uh, I'll still say that. Soraya went against Sky Blue, and she pinned her. And then we have Dr. Britt Baker going against the Bunny, and she won. So it was clear to me, like, this, this, the people that was involved, it was, to me, it was so predictable that Sheeta, Soraya, and uh, Britt Baker was going to um, um, advance. But uh, just fade it forward, who do you have? Walking out as the women's uh, ch- uh, women's world champion. I would like for it to be Soraya, but I yeah. think it will be Britt Baker. Okay, okay. I got uh, I got Sheeta winning, and you know you mentioned uh, Soraya. So one of the things I was thinking what might happen it's not a guarantee, right? But I, I did some fun booking, and I said, well, you got Tony and Saray in here. They're tag team partners. Tony has been uh, lately becoming more unhinged, in a way, since you I lost the it. title. You you love it, right? It's a... it's been so funny. She's been like an unhinged Queen Elizabeth. Like, that's the best way I can explain how she's been. Uh-huh. And it's so I... funny. No, that's fantastic. That's a, I, I like how you uh, put all that together. Yes. Um... Uh, you, you know, um, maybe it was that one time because there's that one video and it went, uh, I say viral. You know, it's funny. I was I was hanging out with my. Down, sit down. Sit down now. And the guy said, "Yes, man. I'm. I apologize." That guy was. Uh, he was so hilarious. Yeah, that video went viral. I thought that was fantastic. She was dressed as um, Marilyn Monroe. That's what I was. Huh. Marilyn Monroe. What, what did I say? Marlon Monroe? No, I said Marilyn Monroe. Okay. No, not, not, listen, I, I mean, you know, that, you just want to catch me. But you can't catch me. I'm a speedster. I have caught you about five times. You're not that fast. We have a tag team coffin match. Darby Allen is saying, have you ever seen a tag team coffin match? No, I have not. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Both of you get in the coffin and shut up. Like I've never this is this is gold to me. Like this is hilarious. Like a tag team co- I want to know how this works. If one person goes in or do you have to put both of them in there? Like, I think you this, have to put both. You have to smush them in. I would be upset. Because like if I'm in there and then someone like they just put my partner and he's on top of me. Like, first off, I have no, there's no wiggle room here. And their coffin matches, I remember uh, the, I don't know how many coffin matches. I feel like it was only one because it was that one he had. It was Darby against, um, um, oh my God. Uh, is it not Ethan Page or I'm bugging? Ethan Page. No, 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 you're right. It was. I, I was about to just say Ego, but I just couldn't think of a name, but Ethan Page. And that casket looked. Ethan Page is a big dude. He's like, what, 6'2", six, 6'3"? Six, so, I mean, it was enough for one person. But I'm sitting there saying, are they going to make this casket big enough where you can put two people in there? Because that do make sense to make it big enough to put two people in it. Um, 
who do you got? Uh, I'm sorry, Darby and Sting are going against Mogul Embassy, AR Fox, Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana. Hey, hey, good. I would oh. like for Swerve and AR Fox to win. Wow. You know, I'm interested. If you don't mind me digging a little deep, why would you want to go that route? Because I just like, honestly, you know, you know how I feel about I paint half my face because half of me is dead or 50% of me is dead. Like, I can't with these ridiculous sayings with Darby. I have reached my limit. And yeah, just like, and he, honestly, he started with AR Fox because who are <laughs> you and what is your place? to come out and berate this grown man because you were mad that he responded to foolery of Orange Cassidy. It's not your business. And you're not gonna come out and you don't even have a match. Like, that's the thing that annoyed me. Like, why are you out here? You came from the back to come out here to berate me? Like, you're my father? You're crazy. Like, no. So, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I actually have the baby faces going over, but I, I was interested because I just wanted to I'm just uh, I wanted to get like your your vision, right? Like why would you uh why go that route? But you know what? Not for nothing. Darby did get in this guy and, and shoved AR Fox a few times. AR was like, no, no, no. He never hit him back. He was like, no, no. Right, like who who are you talking to right now? Because it cannot be me. He cannot be me. There we go. You 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 heard her. You heard her, guys. You heard her. Uh the next match we have, we have the Golden Elite. We have Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page. I don't know why I did it like that. I'm trying to get my announcing voice. Uh and uh oh again, uh Takashita and Bullet Club. I feel like I'm missing something. Bullet Club Gold. Oh, it's J oh, I'm sorry, J and um Jay Robinson and Jay oh Juice Robinson. I don't know why I did that. Juice Robinson and Jay White. With Don Callis Don Callis is just gonna be all of this <laughs> Just I'm sorry, Don Callis, man. Don Callis, Austin, and Colton Gunn. I think I already know who you got, but still just say for the just humor me. Who do you got winning this one? The real bullet club gold duh. I completely get where um, Jay is coming from because I don't know if uh, the elite, and obviously I don't know if you can hear the the quotation. Uh, I, I hope you no, can hear I, it. I, no, I, I heard it. I heard okay. it. Okay. It's a CW network thing where they have a little spinoff. Like, oh, this is the elite. It's a part of Buko, but it's their own separate thing. No. That's not how this works. You're not the real Bullet Club. You were never a part of it. You treated the first, the very first leader very disrespectfully. No one forgot about it. I did. Um, don't even start. Anyways, Bullet uh -oh. Club Gold will put them in their place and let them understand where they fall in the pecking order. So, yeah. You know what? This could actually be... I, I kind of had the baby faces winning this, but I feel like this goes on, and then you have Kenny, because I feel like they're trying to get to Kenny and um, uh, Takashita. So Bullet Club Gold, I definitely, I, I got to agree with you on this one. I really have to sit here and go, yeah, Bullet Club Gold. Uh, they got a lot of steam. And I think it's also that thing, too, right, if the Elite wins, right, um, 
I think we, I think I would roll my eyes. Yeah. I think I, I had them winning just because I was like, it's the elite, you know, like, oh, they're going to win. But that yeah, work when you say it's mm-hmm. the elite because right. you're measuring it to Jay White and the book and Bullet Club Gold. So maybe depending on a different wrestler, a different group, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe don't got that the stats to be like, it's the elite. But it's the elite is Bullet Club Gold. Right. And and the Bullet Club Gold, I mean, I think they've had their, uh, you know, I made some uh, fun remarks with them uh, uh, when talking about them. I uh, called them kind of like, um, you watched the old school SpongeBob. You remember that episode of SpongeBob and uh, Barnacle Boy turned bad and he teamed up with Man Ray in a dirty bubble? Yeah. And that's why I kind of compared uh, Bullet Club Gold. But. I mean, you know, I, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bullet Club Gold for the reason of continuing the story because I don't believe this is going to be it. Um, and there's probably they're probably going a, a, a route. I don't know about the other people, but I think, and also too, there's another pay per view coming up because after All In, the following weekend is uh, um, All Out. So there's a there's a lot of all. I, I might name this episode something all something. We'll figure it out. And I just think it would make no sense for them to win just because also let's think about this. They've won mm-hmm. stuff. How you know, in AEW, mm-hmm. they've done their thing. You have now one of their biggest signings in Jay White. You need to preserve yeah. him. You need to protect him. He needs to be getting the big wins because he should. Like I, I don't think I'm being dramatic when I say this. Right. What do we gain by uh, you know, Kenny getting another win. What what do we gain? No, I don't. I don't know what you gain out of that. And I and I agree. I mean, you 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 have to do something because I've and I've said plenty of times I wasn't like a big Jay White fan, but I was interested and I heard the name and I was like, oh, there's something here. And I don't think AEW has done a really. I think on a collision, he's been killing it. But I feel like like when I watch him on AEW, I don't feel like he's a big star. Well, you know, I feel like the way that they have presented him in a way, um, where no, and I'm not even saying that like be like disparaging. I'm just saying I don't feel that with him. I feel like there's moments to spurge, but I think this could be the right way to. I I think him getting a win on getting a win here could be in the right direction. Is my point. And I feel like they have. So I'm trying to not be. I'm not trying to contradict myself because even then, you know, you're saying protect him, and I feel like he has been protected. Remember that. Uh, was it two out of three, four tag match um, mm-hmm. three weeks ago or something like that? Yeah. And I felt like he was well protected because he never ate. The, I mean, Jay White, not for nothing. Jay White got every move in the book and he kicked out. He said no. But uh, Juice, uh, it, yeah, and they've done a great. I think they've done good with him, but I just don't feel like they the level of the big star. I just I, I haven't felt it yet. And I just think this might be a great opportunity uh, to piggyback on what you were saying, maybe this is a great opportunity for um, for him to reach that because he can win this. He he beats uh, Kenny Omega's team, and it's like, oh, that's a big deal. Because I agree that the elite don't need it; they don't need it. Uh, next I match we have a big star. I think that he carries himself in a certain way. Where you just sure. every time sure. he has a match that stands out, as you said, the match, the tag match, mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. timeline goes ablaze. Talking mm-hmm. about man. Jay White is really that guy. He doesn't need to be put in a specific predicament to be like, okay, now I know he's a, like, I don't need to see him 
stand in a ring with MJF to be like, oh my God, Epiphany. Oh my God, he is a big guy, a big star because he proves it every time he gets on the mic, every time he gets in the ring, every time you see him. Is that's just all I'm saying, but I, I and that's cool. No, no, and I respect it. I, I totally respect it. I, I, I get it, and thank you for throwing that out there. Um, oh, my phone went out. Um, <laughs> give me a minute. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, the next match. Now, this one's gonna be tricky because. <laughs> uh, no, I do need to charge it. This bad boy is on twenty-two percent. You know, I use this phone. To make sure when I'm on Twitch, I can be heard because I'm always fighting with my headset. You know, I'm always, I'm at a, me and my headset are going to have a match at WrestleMania 43. Um, oh yeah, no, because yeah. I have it already lined up. Like, I forgot oh, who I'm fighting. Can... Yeah, <laughs> the I headphone is my, no. I'm main eventing with my mute button, so. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm main eventing with my headset. You got to open up with the. You gotta open up with the mute button. It's no, don't do that. Event, but really, you're actually not the main event. Oh, well, oh, co-main event. <laughs> it's like someone in the back said, "You're co-main eventing," but actually, everyone knows that it's actually me and the mute button that's uh, main eventing. So, you think you think you have it all down? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Laugh. That's right. Laugh. <laughs> I can't do it, you. Okay, so this match is gonna be tricky here. Um. So we have Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, best friends, and the Lucha Brothers against the Bloodpool Combat Club. Or oh, to make sure I got this right, uh, shout out to you because you corrected me. The BCC, because I was wrong. I have no problem admitting it. I was wrong. The BCC. The BDC. I was like, who the hell? Well, you know who the BDC was, right? They were on uh, Impact, the Beatdown Clam. That was MVP, Samoa Joe, um, Low Key, and I think it was uh, Kenny King, I think. I think. I forget. Yeah, your memory is just like, you're like an elephant. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. Like, I feel like that was a fat joke. What, what happened? No, there? elephants have great memory. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, great. Now I'm an elephant. Okay, Elephant Jack. All right. That's what I'm talking about. But they go against the BCC. Uh, but they don't have their – they three uh, – they're going to announce three other people, and they don't know when. When I was on air with uh, Cheap Pop, uh, shout out to Tony. He said um, they should announce it that Saturday. I think they're going to do it Wednesday, and I think they should do it Wednesday. Just so – I mean, Grant, they can't sell any more – uh, tickets, right? I was informed, like you know, they. I don't know if it's a sellout, but you know, um, you know, uh, 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 business is good. Is my point uh, to sum it all up, and uh, just have have just don't just having to be there Saturday. But I feel like it would be better to just say, hey, this is who we have on Wednesday because they announced matches. I felt like last week was they announced matches until I think the last two weeks. Like, hey, and this match is gonna happen. This match is gonna happen. I think they should do it on Wednesday. Um, Can I but, say I actually really hate when companies do that? Like, this is not just one sure. thing, but like any company, it's really annoying when they do that. Like, stop doing that. You're not, you're not a fan of the surprise, the last minute stuff. Like, it just feels mm -hmm. so like mm, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. And that goes for well, anyone. I'm not singling anyone out because you know, a lot of people do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, you you would have been a great cartoon character because I I understood none of that. All I know is it meant was like it was pandemonium because people were sitting there saying, "How dare you target this you company?" Even, no, the thing is, like, you can't even finish a sentence. You'd be like, "Oh, this is but this person." Like, I can't even say the full sentence before someone is yelling at me or some grown man is calling me, "You loser!" Like, oh my god. Or well, it could be worse. You could have some grown men sitting there say, "Stop yelling at my!" <laughs> so yeah, we got it. We yeah, I totally understand what you. So yeah, no, I get it because you don't want to have grown men. Uh, uh, and these are grown men, by the way. I I do sit here and concur with you because you sit here and you make um. You know, here in the big pop, right? When we do a show, we like to have fun. We 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 attack every. Uh, segment match and we have fun with it. So uh, we need you guys and uh, uh, you know, guys who want to do. Uh, I'm gonna protect this brand. Chill out. <laughs> just sit back a little bit. Sit back, not even a little bit. Just sit back. Period. Maybe protect um, or something. I don't know. You getting paid? They paying you? And and let me know what the figure looks like because I'll join in. Right, I'm saying, living hey, in New York. If I had known y'all was getting paid for it, let me jump up in here too. Yeah, New, living in New York is pretty hard, man. So, like, let us know what the pricing, let us know what the, the numbers look like because me and Sawyer would be here. There. Hmm. We, we would be there sitting there. We'll stand right in front of the company saying, Hell no, you won't get through. <laughs> that was funny. Thank you. But who do you got? I'm sorry, I went off totally off track, uh, Sawyer. But who do you got winning between, uh, I'll just say, the baby faces and the BCC and the BBC's uh, new friends? The BCC. They should win, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, sh- they should. Sure should. They should. I, I mean, uh, can I make a, a a bet? I mean, not a bet, but a, um, what do you call it? Prediction? Can I make a prediction here? Of course. I think John Moxley's going to bleed. Oh my god! The bleeding sensation. Um, next match we have Will Ospreay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I look with Don Callis. Don Callis. This might as well be called All Don. Like, <laughs> just this the way this man is just all over the card. I I, I love Don Callis. I, I just want to throw out here. I, I think he's great. He cracks me up. It, he just he just. You know. What? I don't know. Huh? You know what? Thank goodness Ricky Starks is now taking up management. Maybe he can take some of the slack off of Don's plate. <laughs> right. Now that now he can take over. But I feel like Don would sit here and feel offended and want to outwork Ricky. He would say, oh, yeah, now you work Big Bill? Well, now I'm with uh, Hobbs. And that would be <laughs> the most random <laughs> just put together thing. But uh, we're all spray against Chris Jericho. Um, who do you got, uh, Sawyer, for this match? Will Ospreay, he's on a run. He was tearing yeah. up the G1 Climax, so yeah. Did you catch some of that? I saw some matches, not too many. It was a lot going on. Um, yeah, yeah, but Will was definitely doing his big one. So. No, Will is. I think Will should beat Jericho. Will is one. He's uh, the younger of the talent. Jericho don't need it. I, I try to put that into consideration, too. Jericho is at a point in his career where um, I think it's safe to say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Him yeah. losing to Will Ospreay does not make it. <laughs> it doesn't do the. I'm sorry. Can I mimic some wrestling fans? <clears throat> now they're burying Jericho. Jericho. Can you imagine saying that? In 2023. 
Yeah, that's a crazy statement, actually. I feel like there's somebody on uh, Twitter just – they already have that pre-tweeted. Uh, pre, uh, like, they have it already written down just in case. So then when they what do the set – <laughs> Jericho, get out of there. Go back to the E. Yeah. Get out of here. Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing. That's but well, but I got um so is so is uh, half of Twitter. But um you have well I, I, I agree, I got Will Ospreay winning. We have CM Punk against Samoa Joe. Oh, oh, this is for the real World Heavyweight Championship. I didn't realize it, so this changes everything. Um I I was telling um the boys are cheap pop that uh so they do a fantasy uh prediction league right and they let you pick 10 people and when we do it i try to mix it up with a little bit of um you know like wwe but aew as well so they remind me i had samoa joe and i said samoa joe needs to kill uh cm punk not literally because i'm not for that i, I i'm not with that but i said samoa joe should uh win but now seeing this for the world heavyweight championship this changes everything i got punk going over man and i I wouldn't go that route. I would go with Joe doing it, getting the win. But now this changes my thought on everything. Who, what do you got, Sawyer? I had Punk always winning. No shade to uh, Joe because I do like Joe. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I had Punk winning the whole time. Wow. And then we have the main event, and we'll go into some WWE talk. Um, we have MJF defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Adam Cole, baby. What do you got? Uh, what do you got for this one, Sawyer? Adam Cole, and this rain. <laughs> and this rain. And this rain. I have Adam Cole winning and turning heel because one of them is going to turn, and you could go MJF, but I got Adam Cole winning. I think this whole thing is a rouge. I think this thing with Roddy being sad and he's CW crying. Um, I think that there's something going on. Like this is all set up. For Adam Cole to win the championship at All In, and he he teams back up with Roddy and the Kingdom, not not the Kingdom in Cody Rhodes' song, the Kingdom from ROH. Imagine that went... Kyle O'Reilly returns. Yeah, see, and I think that's what they wanted. You know, I saw this post on um on uh um Twitter. And they mentioned how, you know, the Undisputed Era in NXT was just, what an error. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but what an error with these guys, right? Mm -hmm. Like, these guys really held down NXT. Um, what was it, like three, four years or something like that? I, I don't know the amount, but they held it for years. Um, and all these guys put on some really great matches, from the tag team matches to Adam on his singles run. And when Bobby could uh, compete, because uh, there was a good portion of times where he was out because he was injured. But um, especially that era where you had Adam, Roddy, and Bobby and um, God, Bobby and um, Kyle, and they would tag like they held all the gold. Uh, what an era! Like legitimately, what an era! But someone put on Twitter and they were like, "Yo, they didn't hit in AEW," and it's true. They they really didn't. And I think it's because of you know people got injured and got hurt and stuff like that. But they really didn't hit the same like they did in NXT. I just wanted to throw that out there. I really concurred. Uh, with that, but that is our predictions for all. And but I think that this could also be like sure. a second chance for them 
maybe mm-hmm. I think because I really feel like you know Undisputed Era was definitely great, but once yes. you know Adam got the title, that's when they really kicked it into gear, so they could do that again. Even though he obviously was like not you doing the same thing, but um, I feel like if he got the title behind him and then them, it could be like a second gear for them. Same and get that same momentum they got once you know Adam got the title in NXT as well, and that's when they really kicked off. That's interesting. Um. Because right when he when he won the championship, because Adam was always a, this group was always on fire, mm-hmm. but they were in a whole nother league. Yeah, absolutely right. It was crazy. Matter of fact, um, Survivor Series 2019, they really took over the show. Um, and I say take over the show because literally the whole faction was on the card. Is my point. I think that's a big deal. The whole faction. Now, granted, Adam didn't have the. Um, what was it? The uh, you know, like how they had the brand versus brand champions, and I think it was for the better because I don't think Adam survives a match when you have Brock Lesnar in one corner and the Fiend on the other. And I love me some Adam Cole, like I love Adam Cole, but it it would have it would have been uh that would have been the one match NXT would have lost because I think NXT smoked them that night. Yeah, um, they did as they should. I had a friend so upset about that. He was like, "Why did developmental win?" I'm like. Do you not see these, these developmental? And to me, at that time, and I don't mean to go into a tyrant, but at that time, to me, NXT did not feel like the, I got why they said developmental, but it didn't feel like developmental. It felt like that third brand. It really felt like that third brand. But that's just me because that was such a period in time. Um, let's get into uh, as this pen falls. Monday Night Raw. They were in. Canadian Life Center and Winnipeg, Minnesota. I'm just going to say Winnipeg because I feel like I put the wrong word here. But let me ask you real quick uh, your thoughts on this before we go any further. So Chelsea Green, she is without a partner. Um, Sonya Deville is out injured. And she's been putting out... uh, What's this hashtag again? I forgot. You said it last week. What was it called? Chelsea's Got Talent. Thank you. Chelsea's Got Talent. Well, it looked like Chelsea's Got Talent has come to an end because she found a partner. It's hilarious because you have um, Katana Chance and King Carter in there. And they look like they want a shot at Chelsea Green's title, even though she doesn't have a partner. <laughs> and Piper Niven's just come through, just bust through the door, knock these two girls down. Looks at Chelsea Green and says, I'm your new partner. And and Chelsea's like, well, yeah, you could do the Chelsea Got Talent thing. And she said, I don't think you heard me. I'm your new tag team partner. Harriet! And Chelsea was like, all right. So what do you feel about this pairing? Another person who's very serious to offset uh, Chelsea's, you know, comedic timing. I think that it's perfect. Um, obviously I love, uh, Piper Niven. I think that she's so talented and I'm glad to see her back. And you know what? I don't even care. Yep. Yep. She's a champ. Watch, watch some work. I was happy to see, uh, Piper Niven back. I think she's such a great talent and someone that they, they could not find nothing for her. I think it's a shame that Sonya is out injured. And I think her and Chelsea would have been, I think they would have done a really great job as champs. Um, but I'm happy that we're seeing Piper Niven because I think she's very talented. And I've always thought it was weird. I won't, I won't say always, but I think it's weird that they couldn't find nothing for her, especially a three-hour show. 
Don't you find that weird? Where it's a three-hour show, and we're like, well, we don't know yeah. what to do with you. It was weird, but the thing that I love about Piper Niven, um, you know, and this is again something I always bring up about, you have those mm-hmm. certain people that come up from NXT and they make lemonade out of lemons, like they don't let it discourage yeah. them, and then they get on some, you know, the mm-hmm. you know, bitter, like they're not bitter. I get you. Not bitter, but like you know, they just like you know what? I'm not really trying to do all that. Like there's others that you know, let you know what? Let me try and work it. Let me see what I could do with it. And the other suit's like, you know what? I don't have the patience for it. And you know what? That's you. That's you. I can't hate on that. Not everyone has the patience to let me try and make this work. Let me try and make this work. Let me try and make this work and wait to see if, you know, something comes um, to uh, fruition, whatever. Um, but Piper Niven was one of those people took a terrible name, a terrible name and made it made it work. Like, you know, she had fans. You had people that were into her, like, you know, what she was doing in her time you know, while she was under the dewdrop name. And now she's getting the fruits of her labor. Period. And I think she was also very patient with um um I'm sorry to get my thoughts together. Like very patient because she had this gimmick, it was easy for her to just go like, I'm gonna leave. But she was patient, they gave her back her name. And I think her talent is going to show and people who and she's been on Raw a few times. I mean, it's not like she's never been on Raw, but because she hasn't been featured predominantly, they're not familiar with her. I think there's a great opportunity to, there's a great restart button for her. Um, and I think, like how you mentioned, she's super serious and Chelsea is, you know, funny. Yeah. We have Becky Lynch against Trish Stratus in a match. Uh, this match wasn't really, I, I can't sit here and say it was good. Um, you know, they went out there, and I think the goal was not to go for a good match. It was just to continue the story between these two. Uh, Becky and uh, Trish, they get a double count out. Uh, they fight in the crowd. Then they go into the uh, the area where they have, like, the stands and everything. And just as Becky is about to hit a manhandle slam, Zoe comes out, hits uh <laughs> Hits um, Becky, stop her from doing the move. They put her through a table. Becky and, uh, not Becky, I'm sorry, Trish and Zoe laughs. Um, Adam Pierce comes chasing after Trish and said, oh, you think you're so funny, you think you're so uh, clever. He didn't say you think you're so funny. That's just my catchphrase. I apologize. But he said, you know, we're going to have this match again, you and Becky, this time in a steel cage. They didn't reveal when this is going to happen. Um... I honestly thought this was going to be the blow-off. It wasn't. And I even put that, oh, with this being the blow-off, you can have Zoe being paired with Chelsea because I said, well, Zoe's going to need something to do now that uh, Trish is done because I don't know. I don't know her contract. I just assumed that after Becky, she was going to be done. But I was wrong. Um, do you have any? Do you want to add any thoughts to this uh, segment here? I feel like it is a darn shame that I feel like they're not putting a lot of um, effort into making sure that the story is really being told and done correctly. Like, I feel like that leaving them off, uh, you know, Summer Sam, that was disrespectful and unnecessary. Um, and just like, I don't know, I just feel like they haven't been giving this few the attention and the love that it deserves. Like, you got two iconic women, well, three. And you're just not putting in that time to really like you know, give love and, and nourishment to this 
you know, feud. Like, you know, it's a storyline. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't know. I don't think I have much thoughts to add to it. I think you, uh, you know, you summed it up uh, pretty well. And um, yeah. And, you know, I, I was sitting and say this. Um, maybe the match would have been different if it was on SummerSlam, but if they was to put this on SummerSlam, I think a lot of people would have been really like, what, what was that? You know, like it would have left. Well, I think the whole point of this match was just to further the storyline, and it wasn't meant sure. to. They weren't, they weren't going to give the full, like, you know, if they were going hard, because they knew that this was just something to kind of further the storyline to be like, okay, right. you're doing this, so this is why I'm going to put you in a steel cage now. This was just, that was the only reason for this match. It wasn't really meant to be anything, and why waste, mm -hmm. you know, going hard if you know that this isn't going to be right. a match to finish it off anyway. So it so what you're saying is pretty much they would not like they wouldn't put this match on no SummerSlam because that was my thing. If they did this, that would have been upsetting. But if they were going out there in SummerSlam and doing like how you mentioned, going hard, going out there, putting in that, um, uh, putting in that effort, you know, it'd have been a whole, a totally different thing. But you're just saying this would have not been on no SummerSlam. Yeah. Th this, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Michael Cole interviews Nakamura. This was fun. Uh, he interviews uh, Nakamura. He axes him. He asks him. He says, uh, hey, why'd you kick Seth Rollins in the face? Nakamura speaks in Japanese. Michael Cole is uh, befuddled because he doesn't speak Japanese. And then eventually Nakamura reveals that he wants a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. To which, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael Cole is so good, right? Michael Cole says then, um, well, did you have to kick him in the face? <laughs> Nakamura. Nakamura. Nakamura just look Nakamura have this like look like Cole, I will kick you in the face. But Sephiroth comes out before any of that can happen. I don't think Nakamura would have kicked him out, Michael Cole. I don't think Nakamura is that kind of guy. Um but he uh Nakamura I mean not Nakamura, I'm sorry. Um Sephiroth comes out. And he tells uh, Nakamura, he said, I used to have a lot of respect for you, but that went out the window. And he and he tells him that um, if you wanted a match, all you had to do was ask. I'm a fighting champion. And I would have um, gave you a shot. And he said, you know, what happened, happened. I believe this match is going to be happening at payback. And they shook hands. Nakamura pulls him in, and he whispers something. Uh, and Seth Rollins' ear. D do you know what he whispered in Seth Rollins' ear, uh, Sawyer? Probably that he should stop trying to be a victim and just own that he's been the villain the entire time. That's um, good. That's that's good. No, he whispered in uh, Seth Rollins' ear. He said, he said, no matter how hard you try, Roman will always be number one. And that horrified one Seth Rollins, who then proceeded to get kicked in the face again. <laughs> and he was uh, laid out. So Nakamura looked like he's a heel. I don't think they had to even do all of that. I think they just convoluted all of this. I don't think he needed to be a heel. Um, if this is what he's going to make him a heel. Um, and I, I, we can't talk Monday Night Raw without talking about the Judgment Day, right? The Judgment Day, uh, the last few weeks, months, 
they have, there's been cracks in this group. Early in the night, uh, I feel like it needs to be uh, we need to talk about it. Early in the night, because Raw doesn't you cannot. I as when I watch Raw, I'm like, you can't open the show without the Judgment Day. Like, there's no way you can open the show without like the Judgment Day always open up the show. And you have Rhea, Dirty Dom, and um, and um, Damian Priest. They're out there. They're talking. They're doing the Judgment Day stick. And they're saying we run Raw. And just as Damian Priest is getting ready to go into whatever he was going to say, he says, um, "Where is Finn? Where's Where's Finn? Where's Finn? Well, I, I don't understand. Where is he? Where is he? He should be here." And Rhea's trying to calm every everyone down. He's like, "Don't He's you so know? Don't." what Finn is doing. That's what's really boggling my mind. Like, this is all your fault because you want to try and be funny. You coming around with that cursed briefcase like, and you think it's funny. You think stuff is cute and you trying to don't gaslight. Now he's trying to gaslight Finn and that's what's really really pissing me off. Like, no. He says, um, he, he asks for Finn but instead of Finn coming out, we have one J.D. Madonna. He comes out, and um, as he comes out, he said he has a message for Finn. And um, Rhea's not trying to hear it and said, we don't take orders from um, people who are not in the Judgment Day. So they're, they're not feeling J.D. Madonna. Um, very cold uh, towards him. And uh, Sammy comes out. He wanted to get some revenge on J.D. J.D. took him out last week, storyline-wise. Hence why he had that, ooh, that elbow. Ooh, that elbow was, uh, that was gruesome, man. JD, uh, he comes out, attacks JD. JD, <laughs> there's a spot in the mat, um, spot in the segment where JD, like, almost crawls to Judgment Day, like, help. And they just stare at him. They just stare as JD get his ass kicked. Then that leads to a match later in the night. I mean, later in that, uh, same segment, you have JD against, um, Sami Zayn. I think it was. I think it was really good that they put JD out there. I think the fact that they're utilizing him a lot more, it, it does a lot for JD because not everyone's familiar with his work. So putting him out there and letting people get familiar with him, and they mentioning the connection with him and Finn, Finn I think that's a. Uh, I think that's beneficial for him. Um, these guys had a pretty good match. I thought it was a pretty solid match. I, don't, I, I mean, you got two uh, world-class athletes out there. They're, they're really great, uh, really good. Towards the end of the match, you have Finn. He tries to uh, – he, he, he looks like he's going to interfere. He runs to the ring, but then he stops. JD takes advantage. and um, But Sammy is able to overwhelm both these guys. He knocks off Finn off the turnbuckle, hit the huluva kick, pins JD, one, two, three. I I don't know if I would go that route with JD losing, but it happened. But I was also reminded that well, Sammy's the world tag team champion, and I said, oh well. I mean, it already happened. There's not much to add to that. Was there anything it, you wanted to add? Mm -hmm. You muted yourself, madam. Okay, is that Sammy's new like gimmick, just being everybody's business? Because that's what he's been doing for a little minute now with the Bloodline. I never seen someone insert themselves into family drama and then somehow victimized himself somewhere in the middle in my life and now he's involving himself in the judgment day i really actually hope that this leads to i mean because who you how long are you going to hold on to them titles sammy you know like when you're gonna to have to defend them at some point 
I think he should defend them against Finn and JD in a handicap match expeditiously. Since he want to be in everybody's business. What was the word that you said? Uh, I want to say, I want to hit that one more time, please, for me. What did you say? D defend it what? Defend the titles expo what? Expeditiously. Thank you so much for that SI. Um, we're going because <laughs> that was fantastic. So as I heard that, uh, one of Ti's songs went in my head. I just don't know which one happened. And then in the main event, uh, we had Finn Balor against Cody Rhodes. I, as soon as I saw this, I said, "Oh, Finn is losing," um, because they've they've done everything with Cody, right? So I just think it was a give me. Um, they 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 have this thing. Before we get to that match, there was a there was a um I felt like there was a segment between him and um and Damien and they were talking. I'm sorry, because I because they there's a lot of these segments and it's still I feel like it's a replay, right? But there's a segment where they're talking him and Damien. JD tries to talk to Finn. He said, "No, nah, I'll talk to you later," because J Damien said, "Oh yeah, yeah, my man's my man's," you know, like this is Judgment Day business. And then that's when Finn said, I, you know, I'll talk to you later. And he said, now we cool. We need to be back. Because Rhea taking the leads here, sitting here and saying, we lost our killer instinct. We need to get back on point. Did we, though? So, did we lose our killer instinct? Or did someone start acting real weird? Real weird. That Because I feel like Finn, and even before the match of SummerSlam, remember the whole thing sure. when he threw the chair at Seth and got down with him like crazy, beat him up. Clearly, nobody lost their killer instinct. And Finn was literally on the verge of winning the match. It's just people, when you got your people who's supposedly on your team that is literally preying on your downfall, like, it's not much you could do. You could have as much killer instinct as you like. It's not going to work. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> so, at least, uh, later on in the match, because Finn agreed, he said, yeah, we did lose our cool, uh, killer instinct, but... Um, that starts tonight. We're going to get back on track. I can inform you that did not get back on track. Uh, Finn went against Cody, and it went exactly how you thought it would be, Cody getting the win. And what I should make sure I add in um, all the pieces here. Um, Damien comes out to help Finn. He passes, tried to pass him the briefcase, which Finn asked for. But when he pushed it, it went all the way to Cody, to which Cody knocked Finn out, then knocked out Damien Priest. Then proceeds to hit the um, crossroads on Finn Balor, and Cody beats Finn again. I didn't. But know at this weird like Finn Balor hater, I didn't know this was a thing. Who? Cool. Um, it's giving you. Um, so Finn didn't ask for it. Damien held it up like, "Hey, you want this?" Finn said, "Yeah, give it to me." You like to so out, and that really wows me out. No, no, no. So. That's how it happened. Don't make it seem like Finn just came out the way. Like, let's not do that. And then you're talking about they lost the killer instinct. No, the killer instinct was them beating people up. senseless. Who was on the floor at the end? Okay. Anthony I was getting, you didn't let me, you didn't let me finish. I was going to mention that. I was going to mention the judgment day left everyone laying out. I was going to get to that point that although Finn lost, then the judgment day proceed to beat everybody up. They beat up. Uh, Cody Rhodes, they beat uh, Sami Zayn tried to come out there and he got his ass kicked. JD even came out there uh, getting some licks in. And then when Damian looked at him, he's, he uh, uh, JD fell back. He said, all right, 
they threw um they threw uh um uh, not they uh Damien threw um um Sammy through a table with the uh uh razor's edge and then um Finn he does this thing now where he'll run on the uh steps and then stomp on you As then hit said. the coup de and he hit the coup de gras on um on um um Cody Rhodes then just sat on him and posed so yeah, no, they were left standing strong. They lost, but they got the. Uh, they were left standing strong. I wanted to get this, Sawyer, but you perceive. Let me tell you how. Let Uh-oh. me tell you how. Tell you me how said, what? Oh, they said this is how you started out the whole thing before you even said anything. You said, "Oh, they said they want to get back their killer instinct, but clearly mm-hmm. that's not what happened." And then you go on to start telling the story wrong at that. And then you want to say, like, I'm supposed to think that you're going to come and say the truth when you started out with, they said it was going to kill her instinct back, but that's what? not what happened. Hold on, what wait, did didn't that happen? Re- that's what, what you said. Re- wait, didn't Rhea say that we lost our killer instinct? Yes, she did not say- you said just now, don't try to guess like me, when you just said right now, hmm? before you even went to it, you said, they said they was getting a killer instinct back, hmm? but it didn't seem like they got it back. And then you proceed to talk about, oh, because Finn got beat by Cody. Oh, that's what you said. I sure did, because he lost. Yeah, I that's all. I know. Oh, my gosh. I was confused on what was going on here. I was just going to say, wait, 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 wait. I talked very fast, so you got to forgive me. <laughs> but that was, that was, that was the, that was the show. She wanted, she wanted to catch me so badly in that. That's what she was like. Exactly. Well, by the way, this happened. That, that's that's right. You that's right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And I did say that. I did. I I just wanted to be sure. I was like, wait, what? I was lost. Let's talk about SmackDown and then let's call it a show. We have went an hour. We hope that you guys are enjoying this banter. Um, um, I usually do a lot of the yelling on this show, and I feel like eighty five percent of this was you. Um, I'm just gonna throw. I'm it very you. passionate about my people. I go hard for my people. You you really tried it. You tried it with mm-hmm. Jay White earlier. I had to get you right. And you tried it again with Finn. Leave the Bullet Club leaders alone. What are you talking about? Cody Rhodes is doing just fine. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to be a sound bite. Yes. Let me. Why is this pen running out? Shit. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. So let's talk about SmackDown. So you just raised my blood pressure. Good. Nasty. That is un- unacceptable. The two things I got for SmackDown, because uh, Miss SmackDown, uh, we were at HOG on Friday night. Um, the Street Profit, they, uh, they have been revamped. So they defeated the Good Brothers. Uh, I-, I only saw a few clips i saw the finish where it was like the sky high into the neck breaker what are your feels about this rebrand of the street profits i think it's great i think that they I mean they weren't they wouldn't have anything for them recently and you know i think they're a really really talented tag team and they don't deserve to be just lost in the shuffle like what the heck i agree no i totally i totally agree and i and i and the 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 pairing with them and bobby just interests me like I'm always going to be for, like, oh, look, a bunch of, I'm always going to root black, <laughs> is my point. I sound like Mike Knox, right? Shout out to him. But I'm happy that these guys, because all these guys are talented, right? And and I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to root for them, is my point. 
and I and it's just there's a lot of talent there because there was a period where and I admit to being one of them where I was like Martez should do single and I think he still should. Um, I think he still should. I think he'd be a great. I think he'd be great. Have a great singles run, but keeping them together and you have the talents of him, uh, Dawkins and Bobby. I, I'm I'm just for it. So I I'm going to sit here and go like yes I I yes. Yes, and good. And the last thing I want to talk about is Edge. Uh, he had a match with Sheamus. A lot of people said this match was really, really good. Uh, once again, missed it. But I, my question to you is, do you think this is the end for Edge? I do you don't think know. This is his- like, mm-hmm. a, a, like, no shade to SmackDown, but like a random SmackDown? Like, I don't know if it, that's what we did. Yeah, you know, yeah, I... I if if I'm going out and this is all up to Edge because I don't know his contract or anything like that, right? But I agree. Why would I? Not even. It sounds so wrong saying that, right? Because like, well, what's wrong with SmackDown? I just feel like I wouldn't go out on SmackDown. I would go out on the pay per view. But then again, I do want to throw out he was in his hometown or his home country, and he he was he was with his people, and maybe for him that was his WrestleMania. So I don't. That's a fair assessment. It's it's. I don't know. And he did come on air and he said, I don't know if this is it and stuff like that. But if it is, I do want to sit here and say that. I mean, the fact that he came back, no one knew he was going to be able to come back. He came back in 2020. He unfortunately got hurt in 2020, but came back for 2021. And I thought he had some really good matches. And I like, I'm, I'm always interested in axing people. Um, and I'll actually, I want to give you the floor first. Since he's since his second run, what you, what do you think was his best match? I think a match is so underrated that nobody talks about mm-hmm. is that match that him, um, Brian Danielson, and Roman had at Mania. I feel like that match went crazy. And not enough wow, people. That's, wow, that's that's a lot of people were not mentioning that on um on popular view on the Twitter. They asked that question. A lot of people went with, and it's all subjective, by the way. I, I I do want to throw that out there. So, like Sawyer said, a match. I could say a match. Everyone have a different opinion. Um, but a lot of people were mentioning that uh, the best wrestling match ever, Randy and um, him and Randy. I think it was Backlash. I think I I, I forget, but um. <laughs> sit back and watch back no shade like because i think both matches were great of course when you really watch that triple threat like that match was insane like i was really like oh Mm -hmm. they they like i don't know like i was like is it they put money up y'all put money up or something because why is that hard they 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 went in there. I mean, there was a spot in that match i i i'll piggyback a little bit on what you uh the match that you mentioned um and everyone talks about that ending sequence, right, where Roman stacks him and pins him, which is it's iconic. I, I think it's an iconic visual, right? Um, but the spot where you have Roman, he's in the uh, label lock, and then Edge is hitting the crossface, and I think he has a crossface. I don't know if he has it regularly or he had because you remember Edge for a period he would stomp the back of the chair and then uh, hit you with a cro- like a modified version of the crossface. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's quite the visual, but I thought Edge, you know, Edge coming back, him at the Royal Rumble 2000 will always be like a moment for me. You know, there was the rumors, there was the rumors, and I remember being at 
at the bar for Yep, I Like Wrestling, and I was there. And when you hear the music and everyone just, just you know, like, reacting like, oh, it's Edge. And it was so magical seeing that. So I'm interested in hearing what you guys think. We want to hear what you guys think. What is your favorite Edge moment since he's came back? Match. Um, is there a match that you want to see just before he retires? I, I think he worked with everyone that he wanted to. I wish that his match with AJ was a lot. It didn't hit for me. And I said to myself, like, these guys would kill it. And maybe I have to watch it back, but I feel like they didn't kill it. I think him and Finn had some really fun matches. Um, a lot of people were saying that match at uh, Extreme Rules, how they, they were really delivering. And I'm trying to think of someone else he worked with because he named like uh, it was like four people that he worked with. Right. And he's like, who are the best people that he worked with? And I think it was AJ Finn. And it was two other people that I just don't remember who um, on top of my head. But, um, yeah, we want to hear it. And that is the show for the Big Pop Theory podcast. We want to say thank you. And we do some plugs before we call the show. And I want to give the range to you, Shay Sawyer. Tell the lovely people where they can uh, your socials, where they can find you, projects, all that stuff. You can find me at Shay Sawyer underscore on most platforms. You can find me also on Thursdays for Women's Wrestling Talk podcast. Uh, you'll see me at 5 o'clock for Joshi uh, Wrestling um, for the Rising Sun Rundown. Um, and then at 7 o'clock for the NXT After Show with the amazing Katrina Blake. Um, and then you also catch me at 11 o'clock, yeah, because I'm still getting used to this. This is a new show. Uh, 11 o'clock for the Challenge USA after show with Mike Knox with three X's for Unpopular Review. Fantastic. Um, you can catch me. I, I'm The only show I'm doing this week because uh, next week is my birthday and I will be taking off. Uh, but no, actually, no. I'll be on Tuesday. I'll be doing NXT. And I will be back here for Big Pop. And... I believe on Unpopular Review, we are doing this week a uh, UPR battle. Uh, we're going to reveal the character and all that stuff. So follow uh, Unpopular Review. Um, you know, we're both there and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's the show. Uh, Big Pop. You can follow us at the Big Pop Theory Podcast on Instagram, the Big Pop underscore on Twitter or X. We're trying to use TikTok a little bit more now. Um, so, you know, still follow us, follow us on not only Instagram, but the Big Pop Theory Podcast on TikTok. We have a YouTube. We're going to eventually get some content out there. And you can also follow uh, if you have any questions. We have a Gmail. So here's at the Big Pop Theory Podcast at gmail.com. And I think that is really all the plugs. And, oh, yeah, you can, you know, if you click those things, you'll find us both there and stuff like that. So you can see socials and stuff like that. But that's the show. We'll be back for episode 39 as we continue. I think this is the time to say it. The march to number 50. Um, Jay Sawyer, any last words before this podcast ends? Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fantastic. Have a great uh, have a great one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you again. Uh, well, not see, but you'll hear from us again uh, next week.